Sure. How we look it? Good to have you on board. Bill Michaels show. We continue. And uh, I, this is a great question. So Badger base hits me up on Twitter says Packers missed the playoffs. Goody's fired immediately after 100% on his horrible drafts. Seven first-rounders on D, and they stink. LaFleur has also proven to be a paper tiger, so both he and Barry need to go. Um, To the opposite side, Craig says, you never hear of LaFleur being mentioned as a great coach. You hear about McVay, Shanahan, but nothing about LaFleur. Now, LaFleur was up for the coach of the year a couple of different times. So it's not that you don't hear about him being a great coach. What you hear about is, uh, over the last couple of years, is his offensive innovation. Now, this season, he is taking a lot of heat for not being innovative. If anything, it's going back to the plain old stale lack of motion, lack of movement, lack of RPO, stuff, lack of under center, downfield stop. Uh, John also says they just extended LaFleur and Goody. They got to ride it out together. Now, that that's something you got to take into consideration, right? That's something you take into consideration. You look at it and go, eh, do you can them? Just pay it? I don't, I don't think Brian Gutekinds is going anywhere. I don't think Matt LaFleur is going anywhere. But let's just say for blanks and giggles, this team gets blown out on Sunday night. Then what? Then what? Um, I was reading, and you bring up a really good point. We were going to talk about this today. As a matter of fact, Ben and I were kind of going back and forth on this. In case you did not know, um, Kurt Warner, and I had mentioned this a little bit yesterday, but Kurt Warner um, had said that both Rodgers and Brady look tired. It's okay, guys, to walk away. He said, I think of both of those guys look like they're exhausted. It's okay to go. You know what? It's not how it used to be. I may not be who I used to be, or it's just too hard overall to get up every day and be up to that standard. Maybe it's time to walk away. Brady and Rodgers have been struggling for various reasons on the field this season. Brady's case, coming out of retirement, dealing with marriage issues. Giselle, at the same time, as trying to put a team together and trying to put football together, but based on his own retirement experience at 51, you know, a uh, 50-year-old, one-year-old wants his fellow quarterbacks to know that no matter what the future holds, it's it's all going to be okay. You're, it's okay to walk away. It's not being defeated. That's not saying that you can't do it anymore. I just think sometimes that stuff weighs, you know, weighs on you and it outweighs the joy of the game, which is what it looks like happening for both of these guys. He said, I feel for him. Now, his career is a little bit different because he came out of nowhere. He was an undrafted guy. Came out of uh, free free agent with the St. Louis Rams in 98. And then goes on to win Super Bowls and just shocked the world. Remember, he was playing with, what was it, the 
the Barnstormers or something like that, uh, an arena team, stocking shelves and all that kind of stuff. And then he goes on to, to play some great football. But he thinks both guys look like they're ready to go. Uh, Gary says McCarthy, McCarthy must be laughing to himself about the Packers situation. He can win with uh, Cooper effing Rush, and we can't win with Aaron. Yeah, but remember, when he, when Aaron went down, he couldn't win with anybody. I think he won, won one game when Aaron went down. One or two games, that was it. I mean, it was like nothing. Maybe it was a little bit more than that. They had uh, early on that one season, they won a few games, but not many. But, I mean, when you needed to win games, you weren't winning games consistently. So Cooper Rush may be better. And also, don't forget, Mike McCarthy's not the offensive coordinator down there anymore. He's not calling the plays. Uh, let's go to Eric, listening to us in Green Bay. Eric, how you doing today, man? What's going on? Doing all right, Bill. Thanks for taking my call, man. You bet. Hey, to answer your question from earlier, yes, I do think this team has the personnel. I think they have the talent. Um, you know, Ben said something earlier about, you know, I wish this team would go get a fullback and and use a fullback. Well, he may have been half-joking, but I don't think that's a joke at all. I, I think, you know, the, the Packers used to really lean on the fullback position and have, have had some great ones. Your William Henderson... John Kuhn, who have been huge parts of the game plan. And uh, the last couple of fullbacks the Packers drafted were during the McCarthy area. They were the, they were the highest-ranked fullbacks of their draft class, and then they just sat on the bench. And I just I think that a lot of the frustration that we see from Rodgers when he's on the field going, what the F are we doing here? He may be watching a guy trot onto the field that, man, this guy hasn't gotten it right in practice this guy, this play hasn't worked in practice. Why are we force-feeding this stuff? And, and let me ask you something about DeGuara. What has he done? I know Matt LaFleur was all in love with this guy because he chased the guy down on an interception return or something. But what mm -hmm. has the guy done? I mean, last year in the playoffs, he hit, got a ball, hit him right in the breadbasket for a first down. He dropped it. Is he making his blocks? Is are, is his blocking the H-back position as a blocker? Is that better than having a fullback back there? I don't think so. I don't. He's think not even so. finding the field right now. Yeah, the 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 um, the tendency is to when people are saying, "Well, Rogers is bagging on somebody." Well, he must be talking about the wide receivers. It must be it must be Romeo Dobbs. He must be the one he's talking about. Man, I don't know, man. I mean, like you said, it could be the center. Josh Myers keeps making the wrong right. call. It could be other things. It could be that this tight end position is is not. I mean, think about it. Mercedes Lewis is as old as the mummy, and he's still on the field as often as they can get him there. And I don't know how many times I've seen Rodgers mouth out, what the F, Bob? So is right. Robert Tunyon not making the right box? I mean, there's something going on here, and I, I do. I wish they had a fullback. I really do. And, and to end on a high note, I think there is a possibility the Packers could win this game on Sunday. The reason being, I combination of Buffalo could be looking at them as, looking at them as an easy mark. Um, two, um, the Packers have always been able, for some reason, 
contain a running back that they know is going to run, like your Kyler Murray's or your Lamar Jackson, but it's your Tom Brady on a lark that goes 15 miles up the middle or a rookie or a, or a third stringer or something that does it that frustrates you. But when it's a running quarterback, they seem to be able to bottle him up. If they manage to do that to Josh Allen, he will chuck balls up just like Brett Favre. And if they can pick the balls off and get a defensive touchdown and, and keep the, the, the turnover battle on their side without getting hosed by the refs. I mean, the referees have cost this defense seriously this year, taking mm-hmm. away a lot of turnovers and a lot of game-turning plays with some ticky-tack BS. So if that cannot happen this weekend and the defense can get, a, get the ball a couple of times and maybe score a defensive touchdown, they have a chance, man. They do. Yeah. So, I, I my call, man. absolutely, man. Appreciate it. I, I think they, I think they have a chance only for the fact that you, there, there is no other acceptability. I mean, this is it. If you don't, <laughs> if you don't play well, you're, you don't win. You're, you're pretty much done for lack of a better term. I, you know, I, I don't know what else to say. You're done. That's it. That's it. 877-867-1670. Give us a shout. Um, Josiah DeGuara has not played a whole lot. That I agree with. Not a whole lot of snaps. And they, you're right. They were in love with him. They they loved the fact that he could have played fullback. He could have played tight end. He could have played a wide out. He had really good hands. And he did have that drop. But he, for overall, he's got pretty good hands. But when you don't have anything else on the field, I don't think you can take that spot and make it into something. If you've got two other wideouts, you can put Josiah Aguar in the backfield, use him as a as a fullback. You can do some things and make your offense a little more dynamic in that sense. But you know, now again, he's not costing you any money. It's it's minimal at best. But I think you you kind of look at that and you go, eh, you know, he's he's a roster spot at this point. You know. Um. Watcher22 says, I agree we have many players on this team that would not be on other teams. Oh, then he goes on and says, wait a minute, it would be uh, not many, but a few. Yeah, um, there's there's probably a few. Not many, though. I wouldn't, I w- I wouldn't, dis- uh, I wouldn't disagree with that. Uh, maybe. But the, the wide receiver really is the only position you can look at and you go, okay, it would be a consistently underperforming dis- um position on other teams no nobody on this roster at right now the way it stands today would be a number one wide receiver or maybe even a number two wide receiver on many teams is that a fair to is that fair to say i think that's fair to say there is nothing dynamic about the wide receiving core aaron jones would certainly be a starter on other teams uh i would assume he would be the two and a one-two punch on other teams that would be uh, a.j Dillon. Most of the offensive starters would find themselves on other rosters. 
Um, probably not Mercedes Lewis. Maybe Robert Tanya will be a backup, things like that. Uh, defensively speaking, all these guys I think you would find uh, with other with other squads. So I don't. I think the roster is a good roster, and you can say that about every team. By the way, every team's got a weakness or two. It's just how well you can overcome those weaknesses because your your team is only as good as your weakest link when it comes to football for missed assignments and such. Because eventually those those flaws will be found. Every team's got a guy that's maybe at the bottom of their roster that's probably still pretty good. But the Packers, it's it, again, I you know, it's it's as Aaron Rodgers said, it's a mix of maybe ten plays. Offensively speaking, it's like ten plays. You know, guy misses a block, uh, you know, Rodgers gets sacked, pass falls incomplete. You know, suddenly you're second and long, third and long. You don't convert, you're off the field. You get a couple of good runs, you look back, there's flag. There's a flag on the field. Much like Eric had just said, you know, penalties have killed this team this year. And they're not, it's not like they're not legit penalties. When they go back and show them, it, you know, there are ticky-tack ones. I agree with that. Some of them I probably wouldn't have called. But it's, it's you know, penalties are a part of the game. And, and not every penalty that's called on you or called on you. The, the Packers also, don't forget, have benefited from a couple of different calls this season, too. That you kind of looked at and went, oof, boy, that probably wasn't a penalty. I don't worry about the penalties as much, but when you look at the down and distance, yeah, this team is is not giving themselves good opportunities, and it's all based on mistakes. Uh, we're going to come back. We're going to talk to Brad, James, and a cast of thousands that are all on hold. I got more over on the Bud Light live stream, so you hang in there as well. Stick around. We got a lot more of the Bill Michael Show. It's coming up next. This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. point big weekend coming up and uh, you know why we're going to be there we're going to be there because we are judging uh judging a lot of judging going on this weekend the soup contest uh, coming up on uh saturday but judging at stenny's tomorrow night the costume contest everything gets underway about eight o'clock and then be uh, registration eight to nine something like that and then they're giving away all kinds of cash i mean cash good cash prizes uh parties and stuff so you're going to be uh, dressed up out on the town tomorrow night as opposed to everybody else is doing it on Saturday. So tomorrow night, going to be heading down to Stenny's second and National Walker's Point. Come on down, uh, catch some shuttles over to the games. I know they were running them last night over to the uh, Admirals game, excuse me, the Admirals game and the Bucks. Speaking of the Bucks, how was your guy Ben Simmons last night there, Ben? Oh, man. I am actually quite angry at Mr. David Stearns today, Bill, because he completely news dumped. Another forgettable night from one Ben Simmons. Yeah, yeah. Ben Simmons over in the second half of that ball game, and even Kyrie Irving. Which answer me this: Why are the why are the Nets doing Zoom post game pressers in a closet? Did you see that? I didn't. Honestly, I was uh, too caught up in some yeah. other things going on, as well as the Steve Nets- Nash. You know, the, the Bucks they're there at their table, and, you know, everybody, you know, I see all the 
media guys they got their phones out and recording it and taking pictures and such the nets it's like Kyrie is in a broom closet with a nets logo behind him taking questions off of a zoom camera that's kind of like off center because there's not enough room in the closet to fit a tripod it's the weirdest thing i've ever seen it's like come on stop you know already and then he's talking about ben simmons and they're screaming at ben simmons last night shoot he had some wide open shots didn't take them he had a total of four points five boards nine assists and he's only got 21 points this season he's terrible Ben Simmons is awful. Awful. And they traded for that clown. <laughs> Yet again, Bill, Grant Bills tweeted yesterday wondering, because yeah. the Eagles trade for uh, the defensive lineman from Chicago, uh, Robert Quinn. And he's like, yeah. I, things can't always go so well for a certain city out east. And the answer is no, it normally goes terribly. And that's why I'm not used to what's going on right now. The fact that you have some winning on one side and also Ben Simmons and his team turning into a dumpster fire. I don't think I've remembered a time I've been this happy. I know, right? You got to be giddy. Last time you were this smile, much smiles coming out of your face was when you wore feathered underwear to work. That was a, (laughs) that was a ticklish day. Well, Glenn Rivers is on his way out as well. So things are looking up. He's on the hot seat. Uh, By the way, Ian Rappaport says the Jets... They lose their running back, uh, uh, Brees, because of the ACL. He's done for the season. So they went out and got the Jaguars running back, James Robinson, to help replace Brees. Draft pick compensation is going back to the Jags. So everybody's making moves. Everybody's making moves. There, There's... Nothing going on at uh, 1265. Uh, Camelot says, well, maybe it's too cold to come in green. Come on. You got guys. First of all, if you're traded, you're traded. There's nothing you can do about it. You know, it doesn't matter where you're traded to. You're, you're traded. That's the team's, you know, that's the team's decision, not yours. But secondly, guys are going to play in New York and such and Philadelphia. I mean, look, the bottom line is if you're winning, you're winning, man. Doesn't matter where you're playing. And remember, Aaron Rodgers said people want to come there to play with him, right? So come on, man. No. Packers are just fine. Nobody cares about playing in the cold. If you're getting paid a lot of money and you're winning, nobody cares. Now, is it ideal? Yeah, maybe not. Maybe you'd want to play in a dome in Dallas or playing the the sun near South Beach or something. I I understand that. I think we all wouldn't mind that. But if you're getting paid, put it this way. We'd all leave the state. First of all, snowbirds that love snow, you'd stay. Or you'd come and visit here in the snowy months, and you'd probably go somewhere else in the warmer months, whatever. But I think most people would say, I don't need the shovel. Nah, I'm good with that. We'll go move places. Why do we stay? Well, we got family here. We got roots here. We're getting paid here. Our jobs are here. Come on, man. You pay players to you know you pay players to play. They're going to come here. But right now, no, nothing, nothing, nothing at all. Crickets coming out of twelve sixty. Is it a, a a travesty if they don't do anything? 
And then to the opposite side, I was asked, what would Ron Wolf do? And Ron Wolf always told me, if you believe you're a couple players away, you make the deals. And, you know, we talked about the roster. If you believe the roster is good, maybe you got a couple of places you'd, you'd like to upgrade. But if you, believe you're, if you believe you're good, at the beginning of the season, nobody saw this coming. Nobody did. So if you believe you're better than this, and, you, and they should be, then don't you make those deals? I, and this whole thing about hanging on to draft picks like they're, you know, like they're grim death. If, if this was the second year of Jordan Love, I'd say, no, hang on to the draft choices. Maybe you get some more in here. But other than that, nah. You're at the end of Aaron Rodgers' career. You're trying to go for it, and you're sitting on draft choices. Got, those, got that third rounder in my pocket. A couple more of those third rounders. Boy, if I had two, three more of those, we'd be really good. You're really good right now. Tell you that. Let's see. Your third rounders. Amari Rogers. There you go. There you go. That guy can't catch a punt. Josiah DeGuara. You don't even use him. Elton Jenkins. Uh, no, excuse me. Jay Sternberger. Elton Jenkins was a second rounder. Jay Sternberger. Not even here anymore. Oren Burks. Who? Montrevious Adams. He was good for a blink of an eye. Kyler Fackrell, smoke him if you got him. Ty Montgomery, he wasn't bad, third rounder. Kyrie Thornton, smoke him if you got him. You can keep going. Alex Green, not a mine, Alex. Remember, he was the big choice out of where? Hawaii. Hang on to those things, man. Every draft pick is gold. You gotta hang on to it. Unless, of course, it doesn't work out, and you can wipe your butt with it. There you go. Uh, John says Packers believe their own hype in drafting and developing. It's coming back to haunt them. Uh, Watcher says I'd rather have a proven wide receiver than a draft pick any day of the week. Come on, Goody, do something. Uh, this is from who's this from? ICDT. I don't know what that stands for. He says, uh, Goody's not going to do a damn thing because the Packers are going to remain in the palace and act like there's nothing wrong. Then he's got the meme of all is well. (laughs) Uh, JD says, I don't understand why we don't get Claypool. He's obviously better than a first or second rounder you could get right now, and he's on his rookie deal. $1.2 million this year, $1.5 next. He would open up things for the offense. One guy would make a difference, of course. Uh, now, it takes two to tango, and because of all the reasons you just mentioned, the Pittsburgh Steelers are very reluctant to give him up. Just an FYI. Very reluctant to give him up. Uh, this one is from uh, C. Mills, who says we have uh, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. We have two number one receivers. Kansas City, two. We just lost our number one guy. Uh, Pittsburgh, we just have a bunch of wide receivers that are pretty good. And then the Green Bay guy says, you have wide receivers? There you go. Love the question mark. Nice meme there, too. Took a little work to do that, putting logos on people's foreheads. <laughs> I love it. Um, complicated fella says, it's a no-brainer. Take your third-round pick and trade it for a proven player every year. Um, new Packer game plan can't do any worse than the past decade. Same old Ted. I mean, Matt. 
or Brian. Goody. Uh, Corey says we need a vet lineman and a wide receiver or two. So maybe it's hard for Green Bay to make a deal. You only have seven and a half million bucks above the cap uh, right now. So it's not like you can go out and just find somebody for 20 million bucks. You just have to start restructuring things. Maybe that's what they're doing. Uh, Kay says, what do you think the likelihood is that this team is waiting to see what happens this Sunday? If they win, you make a deal. If you don't, then you go ahead and start to blow it up. We talked about that, too. That is a very real possibility. That's a very real possibility. Now, let me say this. If you made a deal prior to the game on Sunday that would help you win, that, to me, makes more sense. Right? You don't wait until after you find out you would do anything you can to help your team win because if you can win, you can stay relevant. If you win, things can get better. And that means that person would then be a week longer in your system to absorb it. If you make a deal on Monday at 3 o'clock Central, then that player has to do nothing but get ready for the next game in a shorter period of time, right? And you got to make that deal rather quick because if you win on Sunday night as opposed to winning at noon on, on Sunday – your window of opportunity closes even more. I just think that if you're going to make a deal, I said last night, if you're going to make a deal, it's going to happen within the next 24, 48 hours. Now, we're almost 24 hours into that. I just, at this point in time, I don't know if, one, there's a deal to be had for what the Packers want to do. Um... I, I just I uh, that's it eight seven seven eight six seven sixteen seventy a little bit late for the break let's uh, let's do this we'll step away we'll take a quick break we'll come back this portion of the program how about them admirals got the uh, shootout win last night good stuff they continue to win Milwaukee Admirals hockey check it out go to milwaukeeadmirals.com that is milwaukeeadmirals.com head down to the UW Panther Arena and enjoy a night whether it's a single game seat whether it's the rest of the seasons or season tickets some of the promotional nights they always have great stuff going on that is milwaukeeadmirals.com covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket this is the Bill Michael show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network Burgers and brews, Stone Bank, Wisconsin. Technically, Oconomowoc, Wisconsin. And if you want to cater, if you want them to cater an outing for you, boy, they got some really good food. Oh, and they continue to expand the menu. Uh, 262-727-7255. 262-727-7255. Ask for Tom. Tom is the uh, the owner out there. He's a great guy. But they got everything. They got burgers, onion rings. They've got uh, they got greens, oh yeah, they got greens, good stuff, greens out there, signature dishes, great drinks, all kinds of good stuff for your taste buds. That's at Boondocks, 
more than just barbecue. They've got it all, but it's Boondocks Barbecue Burgers and Brews in Stonebank, Wisconsin, on County Road K. Terrific place. Go in and enjoy yourself. Uh, by the way, coming up tonight, if you're out in the Monks area in Sun Prairie, head out and check it out because uh, you know why. You got uh, Zach Heilprint and our own Ben Kenny tonight out there hanging out doing the show this evening. The Kenny and Heilprint show. So who do you got uh, as a guest tonight? So Bill Nagy has joined us. He was on the Badgers back in 2010-2011 range. Right. He's been a recurring mm-hmm. guest. But we're also talking to Wisconsin's current starting guard, Tanner Bordellini, and starting left tackle, Jack Nelson. Really? Now, so, you're t- are they joining you? Yeah. Yeah, they're hanging out for the whole show. They're actually going to be there. Wow. Yeah. Good for you guys. Well, that's what I love about this state and this football program, right? Like, you go to Texas A&M, they talk to the quarterback. You go everywhere else, they talk to a wide receiver. No, we we do shows with you, the you linemen. Don't get, you don't get them with you. You guys are going to have them there. Yes. That's nice. Good stuff. I'm liking it. Should be a good time tonight. I'll have to listen in, listen in during now. That's that's obviously going to be before the uh, the game this evening. Before uh, you got Baltimore and Tampa Bay, so I'll be watching that. But uh, that's before, so I'll be. I got a little driving around to do tonight. I'll have to put it on the app and throw it in the car and be good to go. I'm liking it. Good food there at Monks. Oh, terrific food! It's also yeah. happy hour. Uh, every what is day. your uh, what is your what is your go to? So I've here's the thing, Bill. I've been eating a lot of salads recently. It's just uh, I've been trying to eat well. Um, so I've heard everything is great. I've not tried the whole menu. I've heard their burgers are terrific. I can confirm the appetizers are great. Nachos, wings, all that stuff. But it's happy hour, so you get deals on appetizers, deals on beer, all that good stuff. Can confirm the beer is cold. Mm-hmm. Nice. As long as the beer is cold, that's all that matters. But yeah, I've been trying to eat healthy, so I feel bad that okay. I can't talk about the burgers because i'm trying to put as many salads in my body as possible <laughs> yeah i uh i i was talking to Kristen about that yeah her and i were both discussing that today this morning as a matter of fact because i've started to work down in the gym again and work out and i because uh, and i used it as an excuse for a while because when my back was killing me and i was on the steroids i did put on quite a bit of weight and i've started taking it off but you know, it's like you take it off during the week, you lose three, four, five pounds. Then the weekend comes and you're down in the beers and you're in the bars. And, you know, like last night they came over and said, hey, we've got these new style of pretzel sticks. Uh, do you want some of them? You know, and I, I should have said, no, thank you. You know, I'm going to eat a salad. And I didn't. I'm like, yeah, go ahead. They bring up these pretzel sticks that look like logs off a tree. Uh, they're huge. And then they bring it up with cheese and extra butter, and, oh. and you're, you're oh, this, is, oh, this is delicious. This is great. And then, and then you get home and you're like, I hate myself. I hate myself. You know, the shirt comes off, and you know, you you, you know, out comes the gut, and you're like, okay, I I got to be done with this crap. So, we were talking about that today. That okay, it's serious. Now we're going to get back. And as a matter of fact, we're heading to the gym tonight, which Kristen and I have not done together. I couldn't even tell you when. Uh, we used to go to the gym together all the time. And so both of us kind of took the summer off and just mushed around and didn't do anything, didn't really work out, didn't do a whole lot. And over the last two, three weeks, we've really started to try to get back at it. But now it's like, okay, the soup cook-off is one thing. Being at Stenny's on Friday night, going to try to eat relatively healthy, even though I am going to have some of the wings. 
But other than that, it's like, okay, back to health. You know, if you go to Calderon Club, nope, we're doing the salads and the Caprizi salads and stuff. And, you know, the rest of it just can't do it. Can't can't load up on that, especially after 8 o'clock at night. Can't load up on that stuff. So trying to trying to get back into things. Oh, the gang gets in shape. It's like an It's Always Sunny episode. Yeah, right. Uh, I'd love it if it were that easy. But when you step on the scale and you're like, man, I've put on 26 pounds. Holy mackerel. You know, over the last year, eh, I can't do that. Can't do that anymore. And and the scary thing is, is that you're only four pounds away. You're closer to 30 than you are 20. So it's like, okay, got to stop. Got to be done now. It's over. Um, and you, what's really sad is this weekend, this weekend, the uh, the tiki bar comes down. Because it's going to be nice this weekend. I think this is really my last weekend to kind of to kind of get that thing cleaned up. So it uh, it's coming down this weekend, too. So... Just another example of summer going by the wayside. Sucks. Uh, 877-867-1670. If you want to hit us up, feel free to go ahead and do so. Let's go to uh, James listening to us in Green Bay. James, welcome to the program, man. What's going on? Hey, not too much, man. Hey, uh, you touched on quite a bit of it there, but I think if you have the mindset that you're a contending team nowadays in the NFL, you, you have to operate with a different way that it used to be. You don't protect the draft picks anymore at all costs. You go and you get players that are going to help you. And the Rams proved that last year, and they won a Super Bowl. The Buccaneers proved that the year before. They won a Super Bowl. The Eagles are working on that this year. I mean, A.J. Brown was available on draft night, and we could have acquired A.J. Brown. If this team had A.J. Brown instead of Quay Walker, I mean – I'd be all for that. I think the Packers overvalue right now, if you're a contending team, the draft picks, and they overvalue some of those players on that team. I even think A.J. Dillon is not the player that they think. If you line a fullback up in front of A.J. Dillon and you pound him that way, you got something then. But just trying to run him out of the shotgun seven, eight yards back, that's foolish. That's all, all right. I got, Bill. Nope, I appreciate it, man. Good stuff. 877-867-1670. 877-867-1670. Uh, AJ Dillon's carries, yard per carry and such uh, down. Um the use they they used him which I thought would have been rather interesting. I thought they would have used uh Aaron Jones even more than what they have, but they they haven't. Uh, and they've gotten away. But then again, I still go back to yes, the down and distance situations have not necessarily allowed to run the ball on a consistent basis, but boy, to just almost abandon it has been damn near unforgivable. You know, unacceptable. Got to look at the tape, as <laughs> as Matt Lafleur has stated over and over and over again. Uh, let's go to Mike listening to us in Jackson. Mike, welcome to the program, man. What's going on, Billy? How you doing today? Good, buddy. What are you thinking? I got some good news, man. Uh, I got the Packers winning Sunday night. Do you? I think I think I think this is a statement game. And at the end of the show today, can you wrap it up with that segment from the movie Rocky? Like there is no tomorrow. Somebody's okay. got to go in that locker room building and light a fire because I think they're coming up swinging this Sunday night. I uh, I hope they are. I'm telling you, Billy. I'll call you Monday. I'll call your show on Monday. I got a prediction. I got thirty twenty seven. It's going to be a close game. Don't get me wrong. If if that happens, I still win my uh, will win my over and under with Ben. So I'm all for it. I'll I'll take it's the Packers, not just to cover, but to win. You're going to see a pissed off look in Aaron Rodgers' eyes. He's coming out swinging, Billy. I'm telling you that the defense is going to rally. This is going to be a game to watch. I mean. 
I'm going to be passing out trick-or-treat candy till 7 o'clock, and once that's done, I'm sitting down. I'm going to watch Packers get a win in Buffalo, and we're going to be talking about some good news on Monday on your show. Okay. All right. I'm looking forward to it, man. All right, Billy. Enjoy the game, All right, man. buddy. Appreciate it. Talk to you soon. Oh, Ben Kenny all over it. From the fighting town of Philadelphia, one Rocky Balboa, there is no tomorrow. That's what it is. We're going to play it all day tomorrow, too. There is no tomorrow. Packers need something, inspiration of some kind. And they'll get it from this program. Um, Hope it works. We're going to go ahead and take a quick break. We're going to come back and wrap things up. This portion of the program brought to you by our friends at Cunis RV. Go to Cunis RV, Wisconsin's fastest-growing RV dealer in the state of Wisconsin, and well beyond the borders. Go to Cunis, K-U-N-E-S, CunisRV.com. You got an RV, trade up, get a better one. You got one you want to sell, they'll do consignments. You got a trade-in you want, boy, they can do trade-ins as well. Or if you haven't done it already, you better get that thing winterized, cleaned up, stored, whatever it is. They can help you out. Get a hold of my buddy Scott down there in Elkhorn. If you don't live near Elkhorn, that's fine. There's, they're all over the state. But if you're in that area, man, get a hold of Scott down there in Elkhorn. Go to Cunis, K-U-N-E-S, CunisRV.com. That is CunisRV.com. See for yourself what they have to offer. Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket, this is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Now, in Green Bay, here's Mike Clemens. It's the Packers and the Bills on Sunday Night Football. Bills defensive coordinator Leslie Frazier was a defensive back on the 85 Chicago Bears, later head coach of the Minnesota Vikings. So he's faced Aaron Rodgers plenty of times. Frazier asked about hosting Green Bay Sunday night, who comes into the game, 10.5-point underdogs to the Bills. Well, it starts with what you just said. They have Aaron Rodgers. I mean, he's a first-ballot Hall of Fame quarterback. He's more than capable of leading his team putting his team on his back. So they have a, a, a football team that's, that's had success in the past. Uh, I know they've hit a bump and roll with of late, but it's still so early in our season. Uh, they have enough time to right the ship, and they've got the right guy leading them to get that done. So we're going to have to play really, really well to come away with a win. Aaron Rodgers missed the Wednesday practice again yesterday, getting treatments. I asked him if his injured thumb is getting any better. Uh, I need a couple weeks. Uh so just trying to get to the bye week, and then hopefully by then it's not a problem. We got a mini bye after the Thursday game, but it, it's getting a little bit better. Yeah. The Bills overall have the number one ranked offense in the NFL, and right now one of Green Bay's best defensive players, linebacker Rashawn Gary, is going through the concussion protocol. On offense, Alan Lazard has a shoulder injury. We spotted him in the locker room Monday with his arm in a sling. Left guard Elton Jenkins took yesterday off to rest his knee. David Bakhtiari took limited reps. Rookie Zach Tom talked about finding out 90 minutes before kickoff against the Commanders that he would be starting at left tackle when Bakhtiari couldn't go. I mean, honestly, it all happened so fast that I didn't. I almost didn't have really any time to think because, you know, the game was coming up when, when I found out. So um, I'd say it was, you know, a surprise uh, for sure. But uh, I prepare every week like I'm, you know, going to play. So um, it wasn't anything that I couldn't handle. That's the Packers rookie left tackle, Zach Tom. From Lambeau Field, I'm Mike Clemens on The Bill Michaels Show. segment before we get out of here um 
Steve Wrights, Jake Locker, Andre Ware, e- EJ Manuel, almost said Eli, JP Losman, Christian Ponder, Charles Rogers, <laughs> Achilles Smith, Kajana Carter, I remember those two guys, Dion Jordan, he said, keep going through the whole list of draft choices that were taking, taken high only to be complete bust with teams that stayed with them far too long. Yeah, Goody, hang on to those draft choices and don't do a damn thing for this team. Well, we've got time. We'll see what happens. I think if anything's going to happen, it's going to happen over the next 24, 48 hours. Um, maybe something happens on Sunday night into Monday morning, depending on what happens in the outcome of the game. But I thought something would have happened between now and, and game time. But maybe I'm maybe I'm thinking more optimistically than I am with anything else. So uh, I guess well, we'll see. See if anything happens between tonight and tomorrow. Maybe the Packers have a, a little bit of you know hope on the horizon when it comes to uh, an additional weapon for Aaron Rodgers. This portion of the program brought to you by our friends at Social House, H-A-U-S. Going to stop over there Sunday morning, get yourself a Bloody Mary or a cocktail of some type and get some free pancakes or just stop in tonight and watch the games. They have uh, everything from karaoke to music on the weekends, great place, and they continue to expand, continue to make more and more announcements. So good stuff from our friends over there. Uh, at uh, Social House, H-A-U-S, on Lisbon Road in Menominee Falls. And, oh, nope, Steve ended up hanging up. Sorry about that, Steve. Uh, coming up tomorrow, it's a Friday. So we got Mike Clemens going to join us for a, a good long period of time tomorrow. We're going to talk with him. Eric Baranchek, we'll check back in with him. Matt Mitchell, we're going to talk a little betting. Cassidy Hill is going to join us tomorrow as well. Talk with her uh, about, uh, about this Packers team and about uh, the uh, – the thought of going into this weekend and what needs to happen. This, you know, I would could say this is about as much a must win as must wins get. So I don't think there uh, is a much of a tomorrow if they don't win this game. A little bit of a moral victory if you come out and play extremely well. Maybe then you can say we kind of put the put the the train back on the on on the track, but. We'll see. See what happens. So tonight, Ben Kenny going to be at Monk's out in Sun Prairie. If you're out, it's the Kenny and Heilprin show. Going to talk some Badgers tomorrow night. Look or tonight. Looking forward to that. Tomorrow we'll be back at it, and then we get you set for the uh, for the post game show coming up on Sunday night, which is always, as you know, found right here wherever you're watching us, listening to us. Plenty of ways to pay attention to the program. Good stuff today. Really good stuff. Breaking news of the day. Obviously, David Stern stepping down. Brewers, their succession plan was already in place. Nothing major going on other than the fact that David Stern's going to become more of a consultant over the next uh, season. And then after that, and we'll see. See if he ends up in New York, if not sooner. There you go. All right. Good stuff today. Thanks to everybody watching on the Bud Light live stream as well. Always appreciate you. Until we talk again tomorrow, have a good one. Woo! The Bill Michaels Show Podcast. Listen, rate, subscribe.